0: you're listening to flying sober this is a podcast about cultivating relationships and sobriety and stepping into self-discovery through love understanding and exploration the opportunity to learn about yourself through others starts now hello 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 my lovely listeners and we are back we are back oh my god First of all, I want to say thank you so much for your donations, because if it wasn't for donations, I'm not saying that if it wasn't for your donations, because we would have fixed the problem anyway, but it does help. My equipment malfunctioned, and I needed to take the computer to Apple, and they had to fix the USB connection to the mics, but I'm just so glad we're back, and what else? Oh! So I mentioned that when we were recording uh, the last time, which was completely deleted because none of that was, was recorded. No, it due was the weirdest that thing. Due to malfunction of the USB, God darn it. So um, Jonathan, I have to tell you something real quick. I was in the car and I was listening to one of our original, you know, podcasts, a very first recording and Jonathan had the idea to give us fictitious names and it was, how did you come up with these names? sunshine and skywalker i'm still
1: skywalker (laughs) i'm still skywalker have you not seen the video of me with the lightsaber oh my god we sounded so stupid it was just so funny
0: oh my god we've come so far and we sounded so silly we still sound silly but we really sounded silly on our first recording Oh my gosh, but I can't tell you guys how happy I am to be back and be recording again. And with Jonathan here, it's been a while.
1: I know it has been a while. Because I had
0: a guest, Danielle, on, on Step 8 and 9. I know I love my other guests, but it's not the same. And so today we're just going to polish this off. We're going to talk about Step 10 and Step 11 and 12. We'll probably cut it up in two parts. So let me tell you guys the preamble of step 10. Continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admitted it. Here's what I think of step 10, because whenever I'm irritated and and things are not going my way and I'm, and I'm upset and discontent about any situation, my sponsor normally tells me to, to read step 10 and I'm like, I wanna read step 10 read step 10. I want you to read step 10 and then get back to me. And I never want to do it. I actually get annoyed by it. But the truth is, and this is what step 10 is about, and it's from, you know, interesting enough, I was reading her notes this morning. Step 10 encourages you to examine yourself as a part of your daily routine. Just as you address your defects, you must keep your success in check. It's easy to fall back into a life of pride and self-satisfaction. And that. That's about anything: money, relationship. You always want to run the show. And I think step 10 kind of sums up um, all the previous steps, especially step one, two, three and four. And it kind of lets you look uh, deeper into the situation and we could be a little more clear-minded and look into the uh, obstacle and break it down, and possibly look at our part and how we could have handled it differently. So, Jonathan, what does Step 10 mean to you? And how do you discuss it with your sponsees?
1: Uh, it's it's a quick and and thorough inventory of our thought process and our behavior, right? Mm-hmm. Because, like, you know, it says, you know, at, at this point, you know, we've, we've entered into the world of the spirit, right? Yep. But there's a constant thing that we have to watch out for. And it says it in, actually in our book. It says when anger, fear, and resentment crop up, it's not if, it's when. When. So it's not like you work through the steps and all of a sudden you're just a ray of sunshine all the time. Like, these things are going to crop up. And when you're taking an inventory and constantly taking a look at, like, where was I dishonest? Where was I fearful? Where was I resentful? You start really seeing a pattern of why we behave the way that we behave. And most of the time, it's all directed from self-centered fear. Like, there's a really cool thing of how the steps actually work. Like, I, I've done a lot of step series, and, and I'm really grateful for that because it, it showed me something where, you know, it, it was quite interesting. You know, in step seven, it says, you know, w- we behave the way that we behaved because primarily of self-centered fear. Fearful that we weren't going to get what we wanted or fearful what we weren't going to get what we needed or oh, you are yeah. going to take something that I already have. And when we really see that in step seven and 10 is just around the corner from it, it's three steps later, it's there for a reason. Like if we stop and we actually ask ourselves, what are we afraid of? Then it will, it will stop us from acting out on that defect, which will make us feel restless, irritable and discontent. So the steps keep moving you forward. And if you don't put this into practice, you're going to start falling backwards through the steps. Or you fall
0: into an emotional hangover, which well, is the well, worst kind.
1: Well, the emotional hangover comes from acting out on uh-huh. that actual fear, Ooh. right? Like when I want to manipulate somebody or when I want to lie or when I want to cut a corner and not really you know, take accountability for something that I've done. And then I put myself in this huge worry in my head. That's what takes that energy, which causes you to get into the emotional hangover. Like it it's interesting. I, I I used to work a step ten every single night. So for like well
0: said five wow.
1: five years of taking a yeah. step ten. And what I started realizing is like when I'm when I'm taking accountability every single day and I notice the mistakes that I make like over and over and over again, I start getting frustrated to the point where I don't want to make that mistake again. Right? Like it's just it's human nature, like if I'm constantly making a mistake and I see it coming then and I'm tired of taking account for it, I'm gonna change it that's why it's it's so important to take an inventory and then and then there's different parts, right it says when anger fear and resentment crop up, it's not if it's when I have to say that again because we have alcoholism not alcoholism, or we have addiction, not perfection,
0: and hey, you know I just heard this in um in a talk show where someone said everyone is addicted. Everyone has some kind of an outlet. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be alcohol. I mean, but everyone is addicted to something because it's an emotional outlet. Whatever it is that's irritating them comes out in some form of dependency. That's human nature. Makes sense. You know, at some point you just have to start examine. Self-examination should be a habit. And I think if, If I wasn't in recovery and I wasn't dependent on external things like I used to be, I wouldn't even notice this. The best part about this and that's step 10 to me is notice it and find a healthier outlet like exercise or reading or cooking or any kind of creative activity. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think when we all get into this, like, disruptive behavior, is to stop and look at what you said. When? when it crops up, resentment and fear. And it does. It does crop up on a regular basis.
1: And it's interesting. Like, sometimes we can find ourselves in that, in that mode of wanting to people-please people. Right? Like, that's one of the biggest ones that I think Oof, humanity yeah. suffers from.
0: So what you were saying, step 10, it's also setting healthy boundaries. Exactly. Right? Yeah, it's and you don't, don't have to be. Boundaries.
1: And you don't have to be afraid, right? And it's it's funny. I'm I'm dealing with it right now. Yeah,
0: as you're texting on the phone.
1: It's a ten step, and I'm going to share it with the listeners. My sister wanted me to go somewhere with her. No, she offered if I wanted to go. Somewhere right, right. At four o'clock today,
0: Jonathan. Everybody wants you.
1: <laughs> That's what happens when you work these steps. Like you actually become like a pleasure to like spend time with people. And what's interesting enough, (laughs) I'm going to share this with you. She says, do you want to go on Sunday or no? And I said, maybe. Let's see how the weekend goes. I have to do a few things and re-record my podcast. And then today she texted me, are you going to go? We will be there at four. I said, unfortunately, no. About to sit down and record. I really appreciate the thought, and I love you. Right. Then you should have texted. Just remember that you're the one who asked me for help. Help was offered, and now I'm done with that. Goodbye. (laughs) Now, Ah. the people pleaser Ah. in me (laughs) wants to get up and run and be there at 4 o'clock. Because Can it's like, what? You feel guilty. You're, you're, you're trying to make me feel guilty. Human relationships. <laughs> but I'm sorry okay. to tell you what I just read to you. Did I promise I was going to be there no. at four? Exactly. Totally. So
0: but we- texts are so misconstrued anyway. I mean, they're like the worst. Well. They could turn a, a good situation into a bad one. This may be a good time to practice restrain from tongue and pen. Or, or in your case, restrain of tongue and text. Because he looks so restless right now. Actually, I'm
1: okay. I'm okay. It's just those words that she's saying are hurtful, and I have a choice, right? Do I react and respond, or do I just leave it alone? I'm glad you're
0: saying that, because whenever I have a conflict with someone, I want to respond so bad. And there's no filter. We all instantly react from ego. I know I don't take any time to breathe before I react. And, you know, that's what we're going to talk about, step 11, or meditation and finding solace and peace, and being able to control that because I'm instantly going into like massive text, you know, attack, and uh, yeah, restrain tongue the to paper, restrain tongue to freaking mess text messaging for quite Could sake. Did you
1: refrain from that?
0: Uh, no. People have told me that have restrained from text messaging that it does help. Like, here's another thing you can do: you could block the person just for the day, so then you won't even get their text messages, and they won't get yours.
1: I'm not. See, I'm not even worried about that. Because here's the thing: it's like it's either I recognize that this is obviously a sick. Like, well,
0: it's her ego. It's it's a whenever a conflict happens and people start like text diarrhea, it's not even them anymore. It's like like strictly you're talking to ego. That's it. That's what you're talking to. You're not talking from the heart anymore. Yeah. Because now they're defending their ego. And so, oh my God, is this so perfect with stuff then? And how to deal with a situation.
1: And here's the thing, like, I was wrong. I, I promptly admitted it and I stayed the truth. I forgot. Like, I didn't even remember until the text came in. And, but behold. even
0: that could have been your fault because how could you forget I'm your sister?
1: Well, and, and and I admitted it, and then you want to take it to this whole next level. It's like okay, okay, and and, and obviously when I think about other people's circumstances, and that's hard thinking about. A people's step relationships
0: end. are so hard. They really well, are. Well, it
1: is. It's like, and you got to think from others. What, what ten? And 11, we're going to talk about 11 coming up. 11 is really crucial, too. Like, it gives me the ability, like the St. Francis prayer, right? It says, you know, make me a channel of thy peace. And it's putting um, you in a position love that prayer. of thinking from multiple perspectives. Am I going to sit here and, and hate my sister? No. Why When I really think about it, she's been cooped up for 10 months throughout this whole pandemic, not having any physical contact with people, which means not much communication with other people. What would I expect from somebody that's been in a fucking closet for 10 months? Why has she
0: been in a closet? She hasn't gone out at all and done anything? (laughs) She's been afraid. Oh, yeah. Well,
1: fear. There you go. Fear. Fear is paralyzing. And it's like you have to think from other people's perspective. It's not really what's crazy what's happening with other people. It's crazy what my mind wants to do immediately. And that's what I have to recognize. That, that's what 10 all about. Taking accountability for the fact that I am fearful. I am resentful. I can be dishonest. I could have said to my sister, like, oh, you know. like, all, No, I said the truth. Listen, I completely forgot. Now, the way that she took it, that's not my problem. Yeah, My problem is my side of the street.
0: Keep it clean. Keep, Keep it clean. your side and of that's the street what clean.
1: 10 does it keeps your side of the street clean, and it helps you recognize the defects that are slowly and, and, and our defects don't get removed. They get they get kind of put to rest until fear comes in, and when fear comes in, that's when you really have to practice a step ten. And, and, and the best thing for step ten, I would say, is. Um, you know, whenever these situations crop up, ask yourself, what would you do if you weren't afraid?
0: Yeah, you've, you've said that to me once.
1: What would you do if you weren't afraid? Yeah. I'd be honest. I'd tell the truth. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I, I would say, listen, I was wrong. Because, like, that ego is all... set was a always, boundary. Yeah. and, and, and or say, and, this
0: doesn't work for me, I'm sorry, and, and walk away. Exactly. <laughs> How many times have you just stayed in a situation because you don't want to lose the person? Or you... You know, you don't want a situation to get worse or and so you just yeah, and you so you stayed in the rut for no reason. Um so yeah, step ten is setting healthy boundaries for yourself mostly. Yeah. So that you don't react like a maniac. Sometimes it's best to walk away. You gotta do that too. Walk away, regroup and and then come back to the situation. Exactly. Here's another thing that will stop you in your tracks. Would you rather get stuck in your old ways or would you rather grow? Exactly. Right? Or would you rather evolve? And every situation, painful as it is, it is a great learning opportunity. People don't realize that. I don't realize it when I'm in it. I'm like, what's the silver lining? So. You can actually come out winning if you get something out of it. Like, why did the situation happen? I didn't listen to my gut feeling. Is it because um, I did something or said something or reacted in the wrong way? Is it something that, you know, is moving me into a different direction? There are so many things you can look at that could teach you something really valuable rethink how you could change it the next time so in retrospect it can be great practice and practice makes perfect right
1: well my real estate teacher is funny i was really working step 10 like intensely and and at this point i remember my real estate teacher said this in class and and i took it as a message i took it as a message too it was so cool because this is what step 10 is he said um Make sure to take the practice exams in the back of the book over and over and over again. And I'm like, thinking to myself, okay. And he says this. He goes, when you're taking those practice exams over and over again, and you're getting those same questions wrong, eventually you're going to get mad at yourself and make sure that you don't get them wrong anymore. Oh, that's a great... And that's what step 10 is. That's what step 10 is. If you're tired of being wrong, take accountability and take an inventory, and you'll start seeing, like... It's either my perspective of the world is off, my actions are off, or I'm dealing with some sick people. And, and, how, a, would, and how would you treat a sick person?
0: Right? Yeah. And when a similar situation happens, like with the, you know, doing the, the test over and over again, you won't do it again. Exactly. <laughs> You'll get it right this time. Exactly. Exactly. For, for me, it's always how I react in situations. And it's starting to simmer down a little bit. It's tapering off. Like, I think it's so important how you react and when your ego comes into place. And just take accountability right there and then. If you could do, could you imagine if you can do um, an inventory right there and then on every situation? You got that good at yeah. it. You'd be like a master of this. You'd be like in a situation where someone go, I'll be right back. <laughs> take your little inventory. <laughs>
1: Well, you can do it, it's, it. There's multiple inventories. There's the spot check, which we the talked about. The spot check, yeah. And, and you just...
0: Like looking under the hood.
1: Ask yourself, what would I do if I wasn't afraid? And your usual answer comes yeah. right there. And then the nightly inventory that... um that you take at the end of the day, which you, you will account for your whole day and really see where you've made progress. And it's not about all just looking at your, your mistakes. Like you get to look at your victories too, which is good for your self esteem. Like it's okay to like pat yourself on the back and say, wow, I wasn't a complete dickhead to that person today. It, it, It was easy. I could have done it. Yeah. But when you're taking that and, that's why 10 11 and 12 are so crucial and important because in step 10 it actually says when anger fear and resentment crop up we pray over it immediately right all right god please help me lift this anger from me we talk to another person about it and then we throw our attention to helping others and if you think about it that is 10 11 and 12. Wow. Like these are preparation steps. A lot of people say that these are the maintenance steps. And from what I described to you, does it sound like we're maintaining? No, it sounds like we're improving. This is growth. And this is where it starts. You got to start with an inventory first, right? Yeah. And then. The rest of the steps, 11 and 12, are going to feed into the growing process.
0: Love that. And you, know, you can also add to your inventory what you're grateful for for the day. Exactly. What have you done right? Exactly. That you would like to be a repeat. <laughs> Maybe somebody cut you off and you said, have a nice day. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What are some of the tips? Avoid making quick-tempered decisions. Train yourself to take a step back and breathe. That's really hard to do. You know what the other thing about, like, confrontations is like, I don't like that feeling anymore. I hate it. I try to avoid it any way I can. But if you do fall into a situation and, and you have an emotional hangover, survey your situation honestly. Admit when you were wrong. Forgive others for being fucked up, excuse my French, when they're wrong. Focus on progress, not perfection. And with that, I'd like to read something that I just read in Tony Robbins' book, okay? Because I think it's, it's appropriate for this. This is really about growth and perseverance to me, step 10. absolutely. Because we're not perfect, we are gonna misstep, and we're gonna make mistakes, but here's the thing, and I love what he said in his book. The first principle, you must keep growing, this is outside of AA now. Everything in life either grows or dies. That goes for relationships, business, or anything else. If you don't keep growing, you'll become frustrated and miserable. No matter how much money you have in the bank, in fact, I can tell you the secret to happiness is one word, progress. I love that. This is so true. Step 10 is about progress. Step 10 is about stepping away from the situation, even after the fact, even if you screwed up, and really assessing it. You know Where was my part? How can I do this differently? Here's the best part. You can change it. You don't have to fall back into the same ditch over and over again. You can, and I love being sober these days, because now I look at it and go, okay, so how can I not fall into that same situation again when I know certain situations will get me there like you know I just had a conversation with someone that I knew would not go over well and guess what it didn't work out so when I assessed my the situation I said well you kind of put yourself there so you have also think about what your actions are
1: it's not just us right like there are times when you start realizing like fine you know I feel the way that I feel for a particular reason. But then there's another part that says, you know, people are going through the same pains of growing up. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and that gives us an understanding. like. Um, and
0: growing up hurts. But I'll tell you what, that's how growth happens when you uh, deal with things head on.
1: And like, here's the thing. It's like.
0: And it's almost <laughs> like when you're a sibling, you owe it to them. Well, you ever, that's how you feel. Ever, that's have you
1: how ever you, noticed that? Like, that's how you feel. And here's the thing. Like, I, I literally said, like, I know I apologize. I screwed up. I forgot because that's the truth. I forgot. I got a lot on my plate. I've been running around all morning and I was trying to reschedule this, but I've been pushing it off for way too long. Dude, cut the bullshit and the lies. Oh. <laughs> and now it's like, go fuck yourself. Like, and, and, and I'm not going to say that. Here's you know? the
0: thing with like spouses, girlfriends, family members. It's like it's almost like you oh, owe it to them. Therefore, you need to make time for them. I, that's thing? at least what I feel from for my brother.
1: You know. Well, and here's the thing, like, um, like
0: how dare you? You're my sister. You're supposed to do this.
1: <laughs> you know. You know it. Like, it what? And <laughs> what's interesting is like I'm taking a look at that now, and I realize I've made my amends. I I, I didn't promise I was going to be there. I said let's how the w- weekend goes, and you know at the end of the day. Um, No. I don't know anybody, anything.
0: Here's my favorite. You try to justify your behavior. So many people do that. They keep trying, persistently try to correct what is wrong, instead of just going, oh, I'm just going to be straight up and honest with you. Because what's the alternative? You can get an emotional hangover from certain situations and conflicts. I'm sure you people know what an emotional hangover is. When you wake up the next morning and you say, I can't believe I said that. So I'm gonna close it with this. And this is from the 12 and 12. Learning daily to spot, admit, and correct these flaws is the essence of character building and good living. And the willingness to try for better things tomorrow will be the permanent assets we shall seek. Over and out and let's get to step 11 and 12 is next. In closing. I just want to thank all the listeners. You guys are, are really rock. I mean, sometimes when I'm not so motivated to uh, do the show and the equipment breaks down, you guys have inspired me to pick up where I left off with your contributions and comments and so forth.
1: So God bless you all. We do have a donation button. Um, if you feel empowered if you feel the love and you want to contribute and help us to keep this podcast going there's a contribution button on flying-sober.com whatever you want to give it's greatly appreciated
0: and with that said stay healthy stay safe till the next time we connect and remember to check out our recovery resources at flying-sober.com